are so important mm -hmm. because nobody would know unless we had media mm -hmm. and we had somebody to say, hey, check this out. I'm going to yeah, show you what yeah, yeah. Homeboy is doing because yeah, yeah, yeah. nobody would know anything. It, it would be us doing what we're doing, but to have somebody let the media world know. Too. Yeah, hip hop media is important. Somebody who cares. Yeah, and, and, knows. and somebody who knows, who knows the culture. Yeah, who knows? And, and, and I'm just smoking all my papers, probably roll me up a dash And I ain't gotta say a word, cause they already know what's up, what's up Uh, I give it up, we give it up, uh-huh, uh I give it up, we give it up, what's up, uh I give it up, we give it up, uh-huh, uh I give it up, we give it up, I give it up, we give it up I give it up, we give it up, I give it up, we give it up I give it up, we give it up, I ain't worried about no nigga I ain't thinking about a smut, and I ain't gotta say a word Cause they already know what's up, what's up Purple, pink, pink, purple, and a pimp drink Key string, grand choke by my mom's sink No mink, sound weird with a Cuban link I ain't conceited, bitch, I know my own shit stink Activists are qualitas, probably off that high tech Smoked out with dinner, he got me acting trippy like a hippie And when it comes to problems, I got plenty But it all goes away with an eighth and a fifth of handy Sick for Remy, screaming for Remy, big niggas ain't friendly One shot to the head and he dead Like Robert Kennedy, they every me, these niggas ain't friendly These niggas your friend and me, your enemies betraying me Friends are calling your friend and me Hit a thick smoke with a Nicky Bunch, she cook the fuck, she'll bag it up She's jacking up, so I had to cut her off like a new cup Smoking my herb, pulling the third round, the fuck We give it up, I give it up, we give it up, I give it up, we give it up. I ain't worried about them nigga, I ain't thinking about the smutting, I ain't gotta say what they already know what's up, what's up. Top gunner, got hunters, not none you niggas can fuck with the god, uh-uh. Coldest winters, hottest summers, ain't hot the summer. Red like wonder, gotta separate the bosses from the runners. Nigga keep the things stashed, cause they run up. Hustle hard, don't quit your day job. This vintage low, they don't make ours. Uh, keep hitting up with napalm. I get my cake on, nigga. I'm A1. You must be off Ciroc and Cranberry. Fucking mad rappers, where's D. Angeletti? Murder, he wrote, no Angela Lansbury. Kush God, motherfucker, you niggas ain't ready. Hold up, give me something I can sit slow. I so blow, I'm talking MJG and eight ball. Thick coat, bouncing on me like a six four. Dark like a hydro, and now my eyes low. Uh, I give it up, we give it up. I ain't worried about no nigga, I ain't thinking about a smut. I'm just smoking all my papers, probably roll me up a death, and I ain't gotta say a word cause they already know what's up, what's up. Uh, I give it up, we give it up. Uh huh, uh, I give it up, we give it up. What's up? Uh, I give it up, we give it up. Uh huh, uh, I give it up, we give it up. 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 I ain't worried about no nigga, I ain't thinking about a smut, and I ain't gotta say a word cause they already know what's up, what's up. Welcome back to Black Renaissance Podcast, episode 42. Um, you know, and this one right here, this one right here, this one right here is called Russian Oligarchs, you heard? So we about to get deep with y'all, you know what I'm saying? Like, let me turn up the microphone a little bit. 
because I, I need y'all to hear me loud and clearly on this one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we here, we here, we here. It's your boy, Fleavelli, a.k.a. Fleezus. Um, You know you are now rocking with the most wise. This episode, we're going to speak about the um mysterious deaths of I believe it may be six Russian oligarchs, but I'm gonna speak about two in particular today um, that that has recently died over the last like week or two. I believe like last week or something like that. But um, it's been six, six Russian oligarchs, right? And when I say the term oligarch, it's just basically like Russian billionaires, Russian like leading wealthy people in russia you know what i mean so you know over here we call them like millionaires trillionaires we, we, we call them by their dollar amount um out there they just call them oligarchs they're just like 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 people who own monopolies right so um two of the people that died last week i believe one of them is 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 like a is like this uh, gas station like a gas company or something like that another one's a banking company um the the oligarchs you know i'm, I'm just guessing i'm guessing i'm guessing that either they owned those companies or they was in very high positions at those companies to which they um received very 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 um you know very well compensated just to say that right um so that that's our that's our main topic our lead story today um and then you know our kind of sideline story is you know is Kwame Brown an agent you know um it's been a year we heard everything that Kwame Brown had to say um, but do you believe that that Kwame Brown um, may be a, a sleeper cell, right? You know, brought into the YouTube community to um, um, to steer the conversation in a certain direction, and 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 maybe even um, take some of the momentum off of the grassroots community, the the the, the grassroots black movement, huh? So yeah, we're gonna get into all that. And then at the end of all this, I'm, I'm gonna speak about um, you know, Felicia Johnson, who is missing in, in um Houston. And um unfortunately, you know, her father, you know, has said some some very um vile things to me. And and I and I, I think he's even threatening to like sue me for covering the case or something like that. But we're gonna get into that and I'm we're gonna pull up the DMs and stuff like that. And we're gonna speak about that a little bit later at the end of this. So you know what I'm saying? Let, let's motherfucking get into this, you know, this this main motherfucking topic right here, the, the, the shit that might get me off. You know what I'm saying? You know when you when you when you play with Putin and all that, he 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 knocking heads off. You feel me? He he pushing wig tops back and all that, man. Putin ain't playing with these niggas out here, man. I ain't even gonna lie to y'all, man. Putin is not playing no motherfucking games. So let's see what they what they gotta say. Hold on. Six. 
controlled by the Russian military intelligence agency, commonly known as the GRU. The Russian government has recently used similar infrastructure to attack Ukrainian targets. Fortunately, we were able to disrupt this botnet before it could be used. Thanks to our close work with international partners, we were able to detect the infection of thousands of network hardware devices. We were then able to disable the GRU's control over those devices before the botnet could be one. So yeah, that was that. Um, so, you know, that was on April 6, 2022, right? So um, a week after America announces these sanctions, this um the the the, the Garlo guy, you know, he, he he announces these sanctions or whatever against Russia. Um you know, uh, almost almost immediately after, you know, some some very, very, very weird things um starts to transpire. Right? Um so you know Russia mother Russia as some may, may call it is a very 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 large um place right um I used to believe it was a continent because I thought it, it was so large um and and then I was corrected on the fact that Russia is not a continent so that's like wow right so let, let, let's get into this article um written by um fortune but I by Andrew Mark Keats for Fortune, right? Um, but I believe he got it from World News and stuff like that. But we're gonna start with his one first. So <clears throat> last week, two more Russian oligarchs were found dead alongside their families within 48 hours of each other in alleged murder suicides. Um, that's actually called a, a, a familicide. F A M L I C I D E. Wait, matter of fact, let me, let me get the, the, the correct, let me get the correct spelling for y'all, because I don't want to leave y'all on that. F-A-M-I-L-I-C-I-D-E. You know, a familicide is a type of murder or murder-suicide in which a perpetrator kills multiple close family members in quick succession. So, let me continue with the article. They're the latest of a series of high-profile Russians to die in mysterious circumstances in recent months. It's not the first time there have been reports about um, Russian officials dying suspiciously, and Russian president and Russian president um, <coughs> Vlad Putin, Vladimir Putin, who has been long to um, take extreme measures to silence his opponents that die in 2017. So I'm not gonna read all that because that's propaganda. They're, they're trying to um. They're, they're trying to push people, right? They're, they're, they're trying to um, push people in, 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 in a certain direction. They're trying to gaslight to say, hey, this is probably Putin, but this ain't Putin. This is not Putin at all. This is not Putin. He would not um, hurt his financial base when so much sanctions is coming in against his country. This is covert activity right here. <clears throat> now, walk with me, y'all. Walk with me. Um, okay, in the early months of 2022, at least six prominent um, members of Russia, upper class, have been found dead under strange um, conditions. Here's a list of the Russian oligarchs that has died this year. So they, they go through the whole list. So what I'm going to do, I'm, I'm going to speak on, I'm going to speak on, the, the, I'm going to say the first six names, and then I'm, I'm going to speak on the two in particular, because the two in particular that I'm, that I'm focusing in on is Sir, Sir Guy Pro, Protosenia and Vladislav Avayev alright so those are the two in particular I want to speak on because these two is, is very 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 um weird for lack of better terms so these are the six um the six Russian oligarchs that have died from suicide supposedly allegedly in the year of 2022 so we have Vlad, Vl, Vladislav Avayev Right, we have Sergei Protosemia, right? The the two in particular that I'm gonna speak about today. Then we also have Va- Vasily Mel Melnikov, um, Mikhail Watford, Alexander Ta- Tayalyakov, and 
then we have Lionel Shulman, right? So Lionel Shulman was a top executive at Gazprom. Oh shit! See, look, this this shit. Hold on, this shit get deeper. This, this, you know what I'm saying? This shit get deeper because Gazprom is where another one of these dudes died from. So, Lionel Shudman was top executive at Gazprom when he was found dead by an apparent suicide in January before rush. But this, see, this one, this is why I said all these don't really um, mean something to me because this um, death in particular took place um, prior to the 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 Russian-Ukrainian war. So, I'm like, eh, you know, it don't really matter. But like I said, you know, I, I still want to just, you know what I mean, give context and stuff so that you guys could, you know, be your own judge. Um, another one, um, another one of the deaths, Alexander Tayaya, whatever, February 25th. Now, um, I believe, okay, because I think the war started February 22nd. So February 20th, just three days before Watford's death, former Gazprom executive, da da da, was found hanged in the garage of his apartment building in St. Petersburg, according to da da. Police told Gazada that they found the suicide note next to his body, which has investigated to believe he died by suicide. Okay, see, they they, they speaking about the other guy. Alexander um, suicide is currently being investigated by Gazprom, where security units arrived at the scene with police in February, according to Gazetta. In all cases, there are widespread suspicions that the deaths may have been staged as suicides, but who did this and why? Greg Gores, Cook, Senior Director of Warsaw Institution of Eurasia Program, told Fortune about the recent string of deaths. Something like that. Okay. Now, that, I think, happened like two, three days after the war, and that's all Gazprom. I don't know what Gazprom is doing. Those both of those was was, was um, employees from Gazprom and the late Fumburn Russian officials invaded Ukraine. Mikhail Watford was found hanged in his garage in UK. Um his wife were at home, but they was unharmed. Alright, see? Those like that's it. Those ones don't really um don't really matter to me. Businessman owner of Medstone businessman Va- Va- Vasily Melnikov, owner of Medstone Company, was found murdered together with his family in Nazni Nagorod. The businessman, his wife, and two minor children were stabbed to death in their own home. An investigation underway. A contract killing is not ruled out. Right? So now we have this guy, Vasily Melnikov. Last month, Russian billionaire was found dead in a multi-billion dollar apartment in Russian city. Um, Niz, Nizny Nukharad, alongside his wife and two sons, according to Russian newspaper, Commerzant, and reported by Newsweek, all three Melnikovs died from stab wounds. According to Commerzant, um, police investigations determined that Melnikov killed his wife and sons before committing suicide. That's a family side. According to reported report, According to reportings from Newsweek, neighbors and relatives of Melnikov have come out saying they struggle to believe Melnikov is responsible. They struggle to believe that Melnikov is responsible for killing his family. Before his death, Melnikov was an executive at the medical firm of Medstone. The company has suffered immensely as a result of economic sanctions placed on Russia in the aftermath of the country's invasion of Ukraine. So now we're seeing, we are seeing how sanctions directly impact people you see because i think a lot of us americans right we hear sanction and we say uh that, that ain't gonna really do shit and yeah see i don't understand politics i don't understand the economy i don't understand like how much power the western world truly has and why it is um rushing to take over mars before anybody gets there why it's rushing to colonize the moon before anybody gets there why so they can establish law what's establishing law it's putting down papers and documents stating what people can and can't do and based on those papers and documents that's how they fuck you these these promises promissory notes and binds and bonds and perpetual um um contracts that remain in perpetuity that's what fucks you and fucks your family from generational wealth that one word perpetuity get deep and that shit is on every motherfucking contract damn man I give my left thumb to, to, to fucking get rid of the word perpetuity like in full but anyway I digress so now we're gonna get to the two the two deaths that like I said that I found particularly strange even though the, the other one was also strange as well 
but see those companies you know i could you know i could could maybe i could maybe even see that guy doing that you know what i mean you know the sanctions was hitting him hard he he probably didn't really know which way to go he probably was looking like yo if america come and invade this country they're gonna find all types of i don't know you know what i'm saying you know we got to keep that in mind too right and i'm not gonna shoot russia all the bell in the world you know what i'm saying because i'm pretty sure if america or or, or ukraine or under but that's the thing they're not even gonna win the war to even get that far but let's just say hypothetically speaking they was able to get into moscow and see how a lot of these um russian oligarchs have their money how a lot of these companies is run when they get into these companies they will realize that it is built on a hundred thousand percent corruption corruption illicit funds fraudulent funds fear tactics aggressive um aggressive marketing these are corporate raiders we talking about man and i'm not talking about icon and when i say icon i mean i see a hn if you know you motherfucking know but anyway sergey proten protosenia right now sergey protosenia in particular has a son who's still alive right so sergey um pro 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 protosenia mr sir i'm just gonna call him mr sergey mr sergey right his son is like somewhere overseas or whatever you know you got a rich father you know what i mean one of them trust fund babies you know doing his thing you feel me like like the um his son is is what um anna was trying to be you understand so if you if you ever watch inventing anna on on netflix what she was trying to be that's who mr sergey's son is uh, the true son of an oligarch a true trust fund baby who ain't never got to pay for shit but that's not even handed there because at the end of the day you know we see that at the top brass there's a war going on as well at the same way there's a culture war going on 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 on, on the low level on the lower level right amongst all of us motherfucking peons and peasants and and as we trying to fight for you know who's the most culturally relevant and who's the most um influential in this and the third and hey listen i'm definitely fighting for that shit too i don't give a fuck i'll fight for anything you know what i'm saying nigga will fight for a motherfucking philly cheesesteak a, a fucking <laughs> uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich if you ask me you know what I'm saying when you a black man you gotta fight for everything you get anyway you don't get nothing handed to you in this country you feel me but the son of a true oligarch a trust fund baby comes out and speaks to the UK um, Daily Beast about how he feels the son of Russian oligarch accused um, of killing himself and his family says his father was murdered this article was by Tristan Bove, B-O-V-E, <clears throat> and it was published April 26, 2022, right? I, I believe this for Fortune as well, right? A new twist in a gruesome story involving the deaths of an elite Russian family is raising questions about the nature of the crime and, and others like it, right? So just to give y'all the, 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 the details of the actual crime itself, right? So sir mr sergey right the body of sergey the former executive at novatech russia's largest independent natural gas producer was found hanged outside the spanish villa he and his um, family were renting renting right they was renting this property they didn't own it they were just like they're renting it you know so maybe they was just you know like a family vacation type of type of vibe you know what i'm saying rich people should his wife and 18 year old daughter were found stabbed to death in their beds according to um spanish news telecinco now as you can see all of these situations have like stabbing like you know what i'm saying like why is all these families being like stabbed right and 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 you, i don't, don't want to get too deep into contract killings and shit like that. i don't want to go on you know what i'm saying you just want to leave it at that <clears throat> anyway so um dr sir M- mr sergey um proto saying you're 55 accumulated a net worth of more than 433 million dollars according to telecinco so this nigga had half a billion half a billion in the bank an initial investigation by local law enforcement initially showed that the family's death had resulted from a murder suicide but investors investigators did not rule out the possibility that all three had been murdered according to spanish news outlet el punt Ab- Ab- 
Shortly after their deaths, Novatech, where Protosenia worked from 1987 until 2015, released a statement casting doubt over the theory that he was murdered, um, that he and his wife, that he, his wife and daughter were murdered. Protosenia, um, um, quote, Protosenia established himself as an outstanding person and a wonderful family man, a strong professional who made a considerable contribution to the formation and development of the company. End quote. As stated by um Novatech representative, as stated by Novatech representative said in the statement. Unfortunately, spec um quote, unfortunately speculations have emerged in the media about this topic, but we are convinced that these speculations bear no relation to reality. End quote. Um That one kind of threw me full circle, threw me for a loop. Um, in Spain, top ex-manager of Novatech, Sergey Protenia, um, was found dead along with his wife and daughter. The, the bodies of three people were found on Tuesday, April 19th, in a house in a resort town, Lorette de Mar. Coincidence? I think not. All right, so that that was somebody on um Twitter writing some stuff. Let's see the responses on this real quick. Let me see something. Because, you know, th- this, this shit gets deep, man. Like, this shit gets so fucking deep. Like let, let's see, you know, because sometimes people have like some information that they that they. Okay, all right. Okay, it look like it look like they're saying some bullshit. Somebody um, accusing the Clinton. The same thing that happened in the U.S. Who were the same thing that happened in the U.S. Who were the political um, opponents of Clinton? Sweet looking family, so tragic. If their daughters also cease while a face blur. Similar things happen. Yeah, okay, yeah, that was on. Okay, that was that was mostly that. So you know, I guess people not really asking no questions, man. You know, the United States did a good job in kind of like um desensitizing people to to, to Russian death. But okay, and it's the other one, right? So Vladislav Avayev on April 18th. Vladislav Avayev and his wife daughter were found dead in Moscow apartment according to the Russian state controlled news agency preliminary evidence preliminary evidence that the deaths were a result of murder-suicide tasks reported Avayev was found inside his multi-million dollar home um, in Moscow apartment holding a pistol which was presumably used to kill his wife and 13 year old daughter Avayev was a former vice president of Gazprom Bank which was Russia's third largest bank and services um, energy giant um, gas prom. So you see how all this is connected to this gas prom place. All this stuff is connected to this gas prom place. You know what I'm saying? All of this stuff. I don't know what gas prom is. You know, I'm not gonna sit here and lie to ya. You know, this this just came across my desk and I was like, oh, okay, we gotta, we gotta, you know, we may have a little investigation here. Forty months, thirty-eight suspicious deaths. Were his hands tied when he shot him in the back? Yes, I don't think it was a suicide. Let's see what these people talking. That makes three gas prom suicides in 2002. Leonard Shulman, uh, Alexander Talayakov, and Vladislav Avayev. Yeah, yeah. Okay, see. <laughs> Suicidal room. <laughs> the fuck is that? Sounds very dodgy. Anyone know where he stood recently in relation to Putin? See, here they go trying to blame it on Putin again. And then this looks like there's some Russian bots trying to foggy up the conversation. I'm telling you, man, this shit, this shit is spooky, man. And you know, and this is what I don't like, you know, this is what I really don't like. That people keep trying to place this on Putin. And it's like, dude, do y'all not understand? That that this is Putin people's as dying like right now he need all the oligarchs and all the resources and all the economics that he could have. Why why would Putin right kill off his money when America is trying to stop the money that's going into funding the Ukrainian war? You understand? So so why would Putin do that to himself? Especially with all these sanctions and stuff like that. Sanctions hurt your pocket. It hurts your wallet. But it, it could hurt your wallet to the point of war amongst your people because your people won't understand why they're not eating no more. They won't understand why the food is so high. You get what I'm trying to say? Like, 
if you want to know what sanctions how sanctions how sanctions can ruin a country right <clears throat> just look into iran right just google like iran and america sanctions and stuff like that what those sanctions did to that country has led those middle eastern people to hate us for the rest of our fuck in perpetuity <laughs> in perpetuity iran will hate us because those sanctions you know drove them to poverty you understand now you know iran is still kind of decent i guess out of all the middle eastern poverty and like all of they're like fucking super poor out there right you know you don't want to say a third world country because i think a third world country just not like somebody that's like not doing business with us some weird shit like that people that don't matter the point of the matter is this right it's not putin i don't feel like it's putin but in order for me to figure out who it actually is we're gonna have to investigate gazprom g-a-z-p-r-o-m if you have any information about gazprom and shit like that email it to me you feel me you know I like to email me all this shit about Felicia Johnson. Now the motherfucking father want to sue my ass. You know what I'm saying? Fucking speaking up for y'all and shit, man. Y'all always believe me out here to fucking hang and drop. Hope y'all gonna fucking donate to my fucking lawyer fund or some shit. Y'all left Tasha K out there when Cardi B came for her. You know what I'm saying? The fuck, man. Shit, at least donate to a nigga Kickstarter or something, man. Shout out to all y'all. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? So. The son. The son told Spanish authorities, right, when his father was killed, his son name is Feta, who was at France at the time of the deaths, does not believe his father murdered anyone. My father's not a killer, said Fedor. He told the UK newspaper, the Daily Mail. Fedor Protosenia is convinced his fa- of his father's innocence, saying that he he could never harm his family and alleging that all three were victims of a homicide. He loved his mother, especially Maria, my sister, Fedor said. He would never do anything to harm them. I don't know what happened that night, but I know that my dad did not hurt them. Fortune was um, was unable to contact Protosenia, so Fortune magazine, the, the guy who's writing the article, was not able to speak to the son, but the son spoke to another press source which is the daily um things daily mail out there in the uk great news source by the way you know very reputable and stuff like that um broke a lot of news too federal is was not um the first to challenge the leading the leading murder suicide theory of the case novatech rushes the line that's when they 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 they, they put out that statement that i read earlier the case of proto Senga's family is the latest in the string of deaths that russian elites over the past few weeks Da-da-da. you know and then they go back into um you know a couple of other deaths and stuff like that so yeah you know um you know i don't know you know i really don't know but i am going to continue to look into this situation i'm a, i'm gonna I'm a look more into gas prom you know and, and maybe next week i i or, or, you know what i mean yeah, next week you know for um, episode 43 i'll probably you know ha- have a nice little deep dive into who gas prom is because we got to figure these things out you know we, we, we have in our own culture We got to study other wars to know how to move in our war Right you feel me So I want to know what's going on And if you feel like it's some weird shit going on Let me know you feel me Like you know what I mean Probably, I don't know if you, you really can drop comments But Lincoln, listen man You know how to fuck drop comments You know how to fuck reach me Anyway You know what I'm saying We gonna pay some motherfucking bills man And come right back after this With this Kwame Brown A motherfucking sleeper cell man is Kwame Brown a sleeper cell? You know what I'm saying? At first he came out, he had 20, 30,000 people in his live chats. Now he could barely scrape together 500. You feel me? Almost everybody have like kind of flip sides. And, you know, at the end of the day, they, they, he has his own go along, get along gang now of people who just repost his stuff and, and kind of boost his 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 cointel pro message is kwame brown a sleeper cell is he an agent is he working for those people is he a plant to, to try to take the grassroots off our um a game is kwame brown a cop that's the fucking question and i will answer that right after this we'll be back let's pay some motherfucking bills man it's the most wise black renaissance podcast episode two russian oligarchs and you know what i'm saying we're gonna you know be right back after this you heard Yes, yes, y'all, and we are back. 
We are back. We are back. We are back. It's the most wise flea of Valley Black Renaissance podcast, episode 42. The Russian oligarch fam- familicide or motherfucking homicide. You hurt? <clears throat> yeah. So, um, when I when I last left y'all, we was asking a question. You know, is is Kwame Brown right? The 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 number one draft pick who you know who some some describe as a bust. You know, who got donkey today from um. Um, 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 from the donkey, donkey to God, um, over there at Breakfast Club, whatever the case may be, right? Um, fake ass five percent of dude, but freaking, um, that was kind of like his rise to fame, right? You know, you started beefing with the Stephen Jackson dude or whatever the case may be. They was doing what they was doing, but, um, you know, my. My introduction to Kwame, I believe, was like a situation with him and Boyce Watkins, um, and I and I and I roll for Kwame. I, I, I roll for Kwame, right? Um, one of my one of my most viewed videos is a video in which, um, you know, I jumped out the window. And I was just like, yo, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this nigga Boyce is a motherfucking like a, a gimmick, right? You know, and and basically expose like a lot of the shit that Boyce Watkins is doing and all the motherfucking um you know Chinese money that he had behind him. So in doing all that, um, you know, I I was I was once a I was once a rider for Kwame Brown. You know what I'm saying? Like I I was once one of those people who 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 cheered him along and and definitely was like with that message, you know. But <clears throat> you know, my my first time. I kind of looked at Kwame with a side eye was when he brought that um the FBI the FBI agent's son up to his platform and 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 gave this man this 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 fed a platform and 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 a way to get to the black community now the fed's son and I'm not going to say his name you know you know you know if you don't then go figure out what it is what it is right you know niggas trying to sue niggas and shit look at what cardi b done did man. <laughs> anyway <laughs> you know what i'm saying can't make this shit up but um the fed son you know even though he already did have access to those kids in atlanta i believe that's where he was at um he had like eight kids whatever in his program i wasn't too concerned about that those could have been other um cops kids you know he could have been doing like a little daycare for other cops kids like it is what it is we, we ain't gonna be able to reach everybody in the community we just need our 300 right our 300 real ones that's gonna stand on the front lines against all the oppression and all that bullshit you feel me and that's what we're gonna need to change this 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 oppressive nature this oppressive beast that we in and in, in the wilderness of north america right but when the fed's son made it to this platform right with 20,000 people in a live before I knew before I knew that 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 young man was a federal agent's son and had pictures at um federal agent at, at FBI gatherings with his parents right and was awarded as like the best father and son duo at an FBI event. Before I knew that, I was rocking with him because, hey, FBA to FBA, it is what it is, man. You feel me? I'm a chair on anybody that's FBA. But then when I seen the 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 the, the, the misconception, the the manipulation of the situation. You should have told me when he was in front of those 20,000 people that his father was an FBI agent. You should have told me that they won awards at the FBI Academy together. You should have told me that. And I would have said, you know what? This man is being transparent. And now whether I want to support this man or not is, is my decision. You understand? But when you try to hide it and then we got to go do the, the grassroots got to go through our, our research. And shout out to the brother Tariq Nasheed who pulled out the receipts. And I said, damn, hold on. What, what are we doing here? What, what are we doing here? So I said, I put that one in my back pocket. I'm not even going to lie. I put that one in my back pocket. 
because I say, yo, Carcino still rocking with dude. Carcino a real one. You know, he, he got his... He, <laughs> he got his Uncle Tom ways and shit like that. We all have, man. You know what I'm saying? All the old, old, old black dudes and shit, they all got, got a little motherfucking... <laughs> a little Uncle Tom gene in their ass somewhere. I ain't gonna lie, man. I mean, it just is what it is, man. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. But... Still a good dude. Still, you know, all for the black community, it is what it is. You feel me? We all not perfect. We all got one or two things that be good. You know what I'm saying? None of us is perfect. And that's what I was willing to accept with Kwame Brown. But then I I, I, I kept looking. And I kept seeing who he was targeting. And I'm like, damn, man. It's been a year. I ain't see this man take on one white adversary yet. I ain't see this man take on one Latin adversary yet. I ain't see this man take on one adversary that was outside of the foundational black community yet. Stephen Jackson, Tommy Sotomayor, these are foundational black Americans, yes. They are cringe, but nevertheless, their lineage goes back to slavery. You see, I get a smoke to everybody. I don't give a fuck. Not like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not giving people literal smoke. You know what I'm trying to say? I'm, 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 I'm trying to, to, to better our environment as a cultural critic so that we could actually properly experience a black renaissance, right? Because a lot of the times, a lot of us, we just don't know that we're doing the wrong thing. And if a lot of us was corrected early on so that we could go in the right direction, we could get to 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 our destination. But what but a lot of times what people do is they send you in the wrong direction. They mislead you and you think you're going in the right direction and you end up in, in the gates of hell and you wonder how you got there. You feel me? I'm not with that bullshit. I'm going to tell you how it is because I want all of us to do better. Regardless of, you know, me being pro-black, black, white, Asian, whatever the fuck. I want everybody to do better. You Real shit. But I love my people. I love my black people because nobody love us like we love us. And I just want our black people to, 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 to take all that love that we give to everybody else and put it into ourselves so that our community could thrive. But when you see poison, like Kwame Brown come in and say he's one thing, but really is a whole nother thing. I gotta say, I gotta call that shit out. Cause it's poison. It is poison to our community. And he's using his his ex-NBA sodom. He's using billions of dollars in NBA marketing to push a sleeper cell agenda for white supremacists because he always talking about what he learned from the white man and what the white man do and why the black man can't do it like the white man white ice colder nigga it's white ice colder than black ice nigga let me know because that's how you sound my dude I call you my dude, nigga. The fuck are you talking? You ain't my brother, nigga. Once niggas step out the box, you ain't my brother no more. You my dude, man. Give a fuck how black melanin braids, all that shit, all that down south accent. That don't mean a motherfucking thing to me, nigga. I seen the realest of the realest foe in that room under pressure. Where's your ideology? Where's your heart at? Who are you? Who are you under pressure? Who are you when the chips is against you? Who are you when you got everything? And who are you when you got nothing? And right now, Kwame Brown, you looking funny in a motherfucking light. And that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> but yeah, man, you know, it should be crazy out here, man. But anyway, let's get into this. I think I'm doing good on the time. Let's get into this motherfucking Felicia Johnson situation. Dear Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. <sighs> oh, man, I can't make this shit up, man. I can't make this shit up. 
So, as you know, or you may not know, because what I come, what I kind of come to realize is like my podcast audience is different from my YouTube audience, my YouTube audience is different from my comic book audience, my comic book audience is different from like my real motherfucking life. Okay, so um, I've been doing these like two, three parters on dismissing person's case out in Houston, Alicia Johnson. Um, and you know. I've just been speaking truth to power, right? So, in, in, in my investigation, we uncovered some district attorneys, we uncovered some um, strip club owners, but we also uncovered family members of Felicia Johnson, <coughs> right? So, um, I spoke on those in each individual part and, and, and gave my theories on the situation. Now, one particular um, video has garnered a lot of attention, right? And has like way more views than all of them and all that, whatever the case may be. Part two, right? That particular video, I'm speaking on Felicia Johnson's um, family member and, and, you know, my... My opinion as to what may have taken place. I repeat, my opinion as a journalist, right? In America... We have freedom of speech and in journalism, we have the right to criticize and chastise. That is my American right. As a United States citizen, press is the most important aspect of any nation. I'm sorry to Felicia Johnson's family member who does not understand that. He thought he was going to go to the press and ask our great citizens of America, these great stand-up citizens of the greatest country on earth, to donate their hard-earned money to his GoFundMe without press like me, without journalists like me being able to criticize, criticize why was his daughter dressed like that around him as a father of a black woman. Was you raising a woman or was you raising a hoe? And if you was raising a hoe, then call it like it is, nigga. So we could know if a motherfucking trick kidnapped your daughter or the strip club is sex trafficking your daughter. But guess what? It's the latter. It's, it's really seeming like the latter because as we kicked up more and more dust, right? And when and when I placed my accusations, right, on the district attorney, they came out in full force, letting people know what it was. And and they not only threw the father under the bus, right? The district attorney and and um the Houston PD, but then Quanell X the fake black panthers guy that the father hired made a a a a a a circus out of your situation sent you up to city hall with crime stoppers but we got the fucking we got the goddamn text man we got the tech like dude think nigga think some play play shit going you, th- you know what it is Y'all think this is some internet shit. That's what it is. Y'all think this is some internet shit. Y'all think we just sit up here, grab a mic, and just say, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, 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 y'all really don't understand the deepness and the complexity of what, what, what it takes to turn our words into revolution. To turn our words into fires that burn down stores. To turn our words into killing. To turn our words into actual bills and policies. This ain't just talking. We're not just talking for the fucking fucker talking. We are planning the greatest overthrow of the greatest nation on God's green earth. And we're doing it right in plain motherfucking sight. So when we take a take up a case and say, you know what, we're going to look into this case and we're going to bring this young female, this young male justice best believe we're not looking to to prove your narrative right we're looking for the facts 
as a journalist, we focus on the facts of the case. And if the facts show me that the motherfucking father was pimping the daughter, then that's what I'm a motherfucking report, nigga. And with that being said, that's our motherfucking show today, man. I can't even pray after that one, man. But next week, we're going to be back with the motherfucking prayer, man, because... Lord knows I need a goddamn prayer. <laughs> but anyway, man, this is episode 42, man. My motherfucking throat is like arched like a motherfucker. Jesus Christ, Hail Mary and Joseph. But yeah, this is episode 42, man. Black Renaissance Podcast, man. You know, Russian oligarchs, f- familicidal homicide. You let me know what you feel like happened. We're going to dig more into motherfucking gas prom next week or whatever the case may be. And also, also, we gonna really start digging in the rabbit hole. You feel me? Inter street recordings. The pimp, the pimp of drill culture. Who is inter street recordings, and how have they created the motherfucking economic foundation for the killing nation of America, aka drill culture? You are now rocking with the most wise Flea Veli. B1 to all the brothers. FBA all day. Eidos till I motherfucking DIE. And you already know, man. Heart to heart, soul to soul. You know what I mean? Stay black and bold, nigga. Deuces. sponsored by Malloy.org, a nonprofit dedicated to rebuilding the black community, starting with Beta Israel, officially known as the Bronx. This borough is the foundation of the Moon Lodge of Intellectuals due to its rich history and it being the birthplace of currently the greatest musical genre in the world, hip-hop. Malloy is also a news agency operating out of New York City, with its modus operandi being true black economic liberation in this nation. So, Visit Malloy.org today and donate. That's M-L-O-I dot O-R-G. Malloy.org to donate today. Malloy, rebuilding our communities.